0: Are you in need of a wedding photographer or videographer, graduating and needing senior photos, selling a home and needing real estate photography, rebranding your business or church and needing a logo and or a promo video or anything else? Let me know. I have 10 years of experience with photo, video and graphic design. Check out my website www.shortpromedia.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Javi here once again, your host for the Chat Audio Podcast, where we talk about everything and anything. This episode, we have a new person in this podcast named Ryan Bayer from the Las Vegas area. So, Ryan, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about more so of a get-to-know-you type of episode in which we will Dive deeper and deeper on what you do and so forth, so to start off, tell us a little bit about yourself so that way the people in the uh in the airwaves can get an idea
1: sure um i I do quite a few things, but the the thing that I'm most well known for uh for better or for worse is uh tailored men'swear uh that's the business that I've been in for about ten years, and uh, that's where a lot of my creativity and passion lies. Um, and so, you know, I love a good suit uh, and I wear a tie pretty much six days a week. Not bad. Uh, Yes, guys do still wear ties. Um, and, you know, beyond that, uh, I am a musician, uh, guitar player and piano player. Uh, so when I'm, you know, not in uh, the world of cloth, uh, I love to sit around and, and play piano and and just uh, kind of practice my chops in that way, and uh, you know other than that that that's uh, essentially my life aside from uh, my you know my wonderful uh, two golden doodles and my two cats who may make a guest appearance here. So
0: not bad, not bad. All right, what got you interested in all of this? Um, was there was there someone or something? Uh, earlier in life that, that made you go, hmm, I should dive more into this?
1: Sure. Um, well, you know, I come from a family of musicians. Um, and so the thing that really put me into music was the fact that my dad played guitar uh, and everybody in my family was was a singer. Uh, so you, uh, it was basically rite of passage for you to mm-hmm. be a musician. Um as I started getting into clothing, uh, that was actually, uh, and, and this is one of my favorite stories to tell. You know, I met a woman in college who was in her late 50s, okay. and she was in the same grade I was, basically. Um, and it turned out that she had toured the world playing piano, uh, and the only reason that she was able to do that is because she happened to be at the mall one day dressed in concert black and uh, somehow you know got hooked up with somebody who their piano player didn't show yeah. and she could play the music. And strictly because she was dressed in the appropriate clothing, she was able to go on stage and that turned into a you know many years of traveling and touring and becoming a professional musician. Mm-hmm. So it was very much the right place at the right time, but I always thought, gosh, that's interesting that, you know, clothing is really what kind of allowed her to get there. And as I started to kind of understand my own style and clothing, uh, I would find that if I was always, you know, kind of dressed professionally, I was always ready to go as well. And so it started to make a difference in my life. And once I kind of saw that change, there was no going back.
0: Currently, what what do you do? I know you mentioned you do some 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 mu- musical stuff. You do some menswear stuff, and then you you said you you work with uh, mainly with suits and such.
1: Yeah. Okay. So i uh, I get to work in the wonderful world of custom men's clothing. Okay. Uh, I should say primarily men's clothing. Um, so I am basically a consultant for uh, businesses and for customers on um, their custom clothing needs. And so uh, I find myself um, getting to play with pretty swatches all day. Not bad. And, uh, you know, help, help people design suits, help people design wardrobes. Um, and And you know, offer some some you know advice when a fellow business owner needs some help with uh, an order. and so uh, i'm I'm very fortunate to be in kind of a unique and growing industry mm-hmm. uh, that I find absolutely fascinating.
0: So how difficult is it to design a suit?
1: Oh man. well. You know just about anybody can design a suit Mm -hmm. um that's not particularly hard uh it certainly takes some learning and some studying of you know those the, the great designers that already exist um now to actually fit and construct a suit that is uh a an art within and of itself um and and to really fit a suit beautifully is probably one of the most difficult uh, achievements that that you can make. Um, we take so much for granted with off-the-rack clothing, mm-hmm. uh, but there are just some things that off-the-rack clothing can't address. And so we get to try and work those things out.
0: Okay. How long is that process? So let's say I were to walk in and say, hey, Ryan, um, here, I have a budget of this amount. Can you make me the suit? How long would it take from the moment you say, yeah, sure, to the moment I get the final product?
1: Yeah. So generally, it's going to take about four to six weeks, and that's going to depend on a handful of things. Uh, That's going to depend on uh, where we have the garment made, what cloth we use for it, Um, even down to, you know, if we make your garment 50% by machine and 50% by hand. Uh, that'll take usually four weeks, whereas if we make it completely by hand, that's going to take longer. Um, and so, you know, patience is a virtue, always. Uh, your product is always better if you're willing to wait a little longer for it. And, you know, I'm, I'm a believer that uh, you should sort of build yourself a wardrobe and build yourself uh, a wardrobe in a way that you mm-hmm. don't have an immediate need for clothing you just have an ongoing wardrobe built that lasts you through seasons.
0: Fair enough. Do you still keep pretty busy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I like to use the phrase no rest for the wicked, um, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, it, it's, it's something that, um, certainly, uh, no one is as busy as they were pre pandemic. Mm. Um, Especially being in a in in essentially a luxury goods market, but uh, I have been very lucky that uh, good opportunities have come my way. Sure. Um, and uh, just you know, taking this time to uh, develop my own skills further, but also you know help those around me kind of build up their own skills. Um, you know, there's no time like the present to kind of working and training um and trying to master your craft a little more mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the great things that has come out of this for me is you know i've i've come out with more skills than i came in
0: do you have any designers that you look up to and say hey you know i want to i want to get some more ideas from this person or any any of them that you've reached out to to get some pointers and such throughout your uh, beginning
1: Um, Well, that's kind of an interesting question. Uh, The answer is I take a lot of influence um, from a lot of American designers, but uh, frankly, I've never actually reached out to uh, any of them nor actually worked with many of them. Um, Because I'm in the world of kind of -of one-of-one custom clothing, Mm -hmm. um, the primary design aspect for me has so much to do with the person sitting on the other side of the table that I'm making things for. Um, Certainly in my own clothing, uh, I really love the American designers like Ralph Lauren, Mm -hmm. um, like Bay Press, uh, like Brooks Brothers. um, And, you know, even, even things that are a little bit more modern, like Tom Ford, uh, you know, the the clothing is beautiful. The attention to detail is, is -hmm. exquisite. Um, But what what they all do is they all use clothing as a way to tell a story and to transport you to sort of a a different way of feeling. And I love that about clothing. I love that if I put on the right outfit, um, I know exactly how my day is going to go. You know, if I wear nothing but sweatpants all day, I'm not going to get off the Hmm, couch. Agreed. Uh, when, when I put a suit and tie on, I'm going to find work to do. Um, and, and more importantly, you know, the right work is going to find me. Um, and so for me, it's motivating. Um, but even down to, you know, when, when you look at an old Ralph Lauren ad Mm -hmm. and you see, you know, beautiful, heavy plaids out in a fall countryside, um, and you see, you know, riding boots and, and you see all, all of the things that go with it, uh, you know, I think you look at that ad and you go, I want to be there and I want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so I love that about kind of classic American clothing. Um, it's, it's very much about telling a story and finding yourself in sort of, um, the right outfit to be wherever you are.
0: Okay. What about that to you? Do you like?
1: Sure. You know, um, for, for me, it's almost a it almost feels like armor okay. uh, in a way. And, and it almost feels like. Um, so so in a way, it feels like, man, you know, I, I can kind of accomplish anything because I've, I've got the right thing on and, you know, I can go into battle because I've got the right armor on. Um, I I think the the other way that I look at it sometimes is, um, you know, I think we all, uh, well, I I struggle with imposter syndrome. And so for me, when I have the right clothing on, um, even if I'm feeling like I'm kind of playing a character in a way, Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot easier to feel the way I need to feel and and to have the mindset that I need to have when my clothing reflects that. And I think that's the important part for me is it, it lines everything up for me so that I can then come in and just, you know, knock it down.
0: Do you have any favorite clients? Do you have any of those?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm lucky that most of my clients, um, are really good friends of mine these days. Um, you know, I I have dinner at their house every other week or so. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I know what goes on in their lives. Um, and, and so for me, it's, um, it's a really wonderful thing. And, you know, a lot of them, you wouldn't necessarily know that they were buying custom clothing and, and, you know, kind of in, in that uh, tax bracket, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are just some of the nicest human beings. I'm fortunate that I work with really nice, wonderful people, um, who understand the value of having the right wardrobe.
0: Cool. Okay. Follow up to that. Do you have any, have you ever made a suit for any well-known people per se?
1: Yeah. So I worked at, uh, the store stitched lifestyle inside the cosmopolitan for several years, um, and got to make suits for, uh, a lot of well-known people, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, everybody from Bryce Harper to Dave Grohl. Um, and so, you know, w- when Dave Grohl shows you a picture of Paul McCartney teaching his daughter piano, hmm. uh, you know, you kind of sit there and go, all right, this job doesn't suck.
0: So. <laughs> I get you. Cool. For a person that's wanting to start doing this, what advice would you tell them or pointers
1: oh man um you gotta learn and you're gonna screw some stuff up so under promise and over deliver um it is a finicky process you've got a lot to learn about fabrics you've got a lot to learn about fitting um if it was easy everybody who could hold a measuring tape would do it um and you really have to learn about um, what, what it is that you are going to sell. Everything has to have a viewpoint to it, right? Yeah. So nobody's looking for to come in and make all the decisions about their wardrobe. They're coming to you so that they can give you the way that they want to feel, and you need to make them feel that way through their clothing. Okay. Be a storyteller is, is basically how I would kind of cap it. Um, you know, and and don't be afraid of, you know, saying that you stand behind a certain viewpoint, whether whether that's something English or American or Italian, you know, it's 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 all about giving people a feeling of of something that kinda of transports them from the mundane.
0: Sure. With with your suit designs and such, what style is your favorite style? Is it the Italian? Is it the American? Is it the English style?
1: Yeah, so I really like um, kind of a combo of the American and the Italian style. Um, You know, the American style is just classic and sophisticated, but with kind of a lot of prep inspiration. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a good rep tie just is going to go miles for me. Um, and you know, I'm, I love a gold blazer button. I love stuff like that. Um, I love the Italian sort of relaxed, unconstructed look. Um, it's the kind of thing that you put it on and you go, I could wear this at, you know, 11 PM as pajamas and I'd be just fine with it. Um, they just do that so well. Mm-hmm. And so those are sort of the two things that I bounce back and forth between. Um, there's something that I love about each, and I would say that there's probably a pretty strong hybrid of those in what I wear on a daily basis.
0: Last question before we get on to the game show part of things. So sure. first off, how old are you?
1: I am 30 and will be 31 at the end of this week.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So uh,
1: very old.
0: no, I'm, I'm actually 32 uh, not 32, but 30 as well. Uh, I turned 31 in June, so I'm right up with you. There um, you go. So the question goes, if you were to go back in time, 10 years, so you'd be 20, what advice would you give yourself? And would you listen to yourself?
1: Oh, I would not listen to myself. Um <laughs> So the first question almost is moot point. Um, I am stubborn, um, incredibly stubborn. Um, but also, you know, do I have things that I regret in my twenties? Yes. Um, do I think any of them were lessons that I didn't need to learn? No, I think each one of them were valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if they were stressful um i think the one piece of advice that i would have given myself um would be to uh go after uh my partner earlier uh we were friends for two years before uh we finally hit each other in the head hard enough that we (laughs) understood that we'd be together um so it's it's easy to look back at that and and think that you know we wasted time, but it's we've now been together for seven years, so um, okay. We we we've, we get to have quite a bit of fun with our relationship, but uh, yeah, certainly any advice that I did give myself, I would have absolutely disregarded.
0: <laughs> so here is the fun part. Um, let me see where they All are. All right, okay,
1: cool. I'm, I'm, I'm a combination of excited and nervous for this. So,
0: let's play the feud. Yeah. Let's see here, let's see here. Questions, questions, questions. All right, cool, I see one. So the first question has three answers on the board. All right, here's the question. Name a major decision the whole family should participate in making.
1: Um, moving.
0: Yes, that's uh, the number two Uh, answer.
1: All right. uh, Getting a pet.
0: Nope, that is not on the uh, list.
1: Oh. Uh, Decisions the whole family should participate in.
0: Keep in mind... that some of these answers are not ideal answers. They're just the answers that were that were given by the survey. So depending on where these sure. answers were, these questions were answered, we'll get those.
1: Sure. Okay, uh, what to have for dinner?
0: Yes, number three. So you got one more. Oh,
1: oh, all right. So that means the most obvious one is the one I'm missing. Uh, I guess buying a car. No. no. <laughs> Let's see. So um, you
0: have moving, you have dinner, and you got one – you have two strikes, so no pressure.
1: Um, I'm going to say – uh the whole family should be involved in planning a vacation. Yes. Really?
0: Yes. Let me show you right there. Oh.
1: There we go. All right, not bad. We got there in the end. All pretty right. Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Wanna give it another round?
1: Let's go for it.
0: All right, kids, let's play the feud. Let's see here. Let's
1: go with
0: All right, here's one. What is the most common order a backseat driver yells to the driver? There are one, two, three, four, five answers on the board.
1: Uh, watch out.
0: Yes, number three.
1: Slow down. Number two. Turn here.
0: Number four. Got two uh, left.
1: There's a cop. Nope. No. Um, stop
0: yes number one so you got one left okay you're pretty good Uh,
1: I had some backseat drivers in my life (laughs) I have too much experience in this arena
0: nice nice Uh,
1: last thing a backseat driver would I go get off your phone
0: it's so I'll give this to you Drive faster. I mean, yeah, go. It was, so, so. The last one is. Let me just do the ding. It's hurry up. So go, drive up. faster will fit. So yes, you got all. all right.
1: yeah.
0: You got all of them. So, Boom. thanks go. for playing the feud.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, listeners, thank you for stopping by this episode of the podcast season two. Tune in next time for another great episode. Thank you, Ryan, for stopping by for a brief moment and uh, chatting it up. Thank you for having me.: Awesome. Everyone else, feel free to follow us on Instagram at the Chat Audio Podcast and on Facebook at the Chat Audio Podcast for more uh, podcast information, upcoming uh, episodes and excerpts. Other than that, everybody, I will see you next time.